Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, even though we're about to talk about the worst entrance in Raw Rumble history, let's be honest, who wouldn't want to be in the Raw Rumble? If somehow we get to 2035 and I am putting it, oh my gosh, Shai Miller, he was terrible in the Raw Rumble, I am going to be doing a jig. It means I was in the flipping Raw Rumble. Still, sometimes people do enter the 30-person over-the-top elimination match. It doesn't go very well for them at all. Hello. My name is Simon from What Culture. Raw Rumble 2023 is just around the corner. Hit that subscribe button. This is the 10 worst competitors in Raw Rumble history. Number 10, Hornswoggle. Now, I do kind of feel sorry for Hornswoggle because he never rocked up to WWE and said, Oh, hello. Can I please be the punchline for every single storyline? You can't be bothered to end properly. Yet this basically became his role. Eventually, he did end up in the 2008 Royal Rumble. And if you look in the record books, it said he lasted a pretty decent 26 minutes. However, he was never actually eliminated from this thing because when he got too freaked out, he went back underneath the squared circle, which apparently was his house. And nobody thought best to go and get him. That means he was never eliminated. And therefore, John Cena shouldn't have been crowned the victor. Although he was able to throw the Miz out during this one, which was always going to happen. And then a couple of years later, not only was he helping Cena throw some people out of that one, Sheamus booed him in the face. And finally, Hornswoggle was done. While this one wasn't super bad, I just can't get over the fact that technically, in 2008, Swags was never eliminated from the Rumble. Don't make a bigger deal about this today. Number nine, Carlos Colon. Now, Carlos Colon is a wrestling legend. If you just go and do your research on the internet, you will see everything that he did do for Puerto Rico grappling. The problem being, when you get to, like, Western-style fighting, well, unless you're, like, a historian, you probably don't know this. That just meant when he popped up in the 1993 Royal Rumble, a lot of the fans looked around and they were like... Who the flub is that guy? Now, he was drafted in because the roster in the early 90s was quite depleted, so we needed as many notable bodies as possible. But there were two problems. One, I think it's fair to say that Carlos was past his prime at this point, but also two, when he was told you're only getting seven minutes and you're not winning, I don't think he really cared anymore. The best part is Gorilla Monsoon actually calls him young man on commentary, and he's like, Gorilla, there is no way that's a young man, and he basically takes his cash there ain't really anything else to talk about. Colon was able to eliminate Damien Demento before Yokozuna squashed him and sent him flying. So 
I can't imagine anyone is ever going to talk about this again. Number eight, the Macho Man Randy Savage. So this is a similar tale when it comes to the Macho Man because he was a legend, with the big difference being when it came to the United States of America and basically across the world, everybody knew who Savage was. An absolute hero. The 1991 Rumble was a strange night for him though, because not only did he cost the Ultimate Warrior his WWF World Championship against Sergeant Slaughter, but when he was meant to be in the Rumble match itself at number 18, he just didn't show up. And you have to presume he did this because he didn't want to suffer any repercussions given that he had just screwed over a title match. But two years later, Randy went out of his mind. Because he did make it to the final two against Yokozuna. And when he saw Zunes on the floor, he thought, I know, I will drop my patented elbow drop. That will finish him off and I'll be able to win. And he did half of his plan. And yet, when he had executed such a move, he tried to pin Yoko, which isn't part of the rules. Yoko Zuna instantly realized what he had done and he was so damn strong. He pressed slam Randy Savage over the top rope. He hit the floor. It was just like, oh dear, what have you just done? So that's mostly the reason Macho Man does get onto this list because he looked like a right idiot. But to be honest, nobody else could have gotten away with it. He was wonderfully nuts. Number seven, Gilberg. Now, if you ask a lot of fans today, they will tell you that the 1999 Rumble sucked. Now, there is arguably something to this, but the counterpoint is that the whole thing was built around the Stone Cold Steve Austin Vince McMahon feud. And this is why it kind of hit a wall early on. Because when we put that over here for a little bit and we focused on other wrestlers, well, nobody wanted to see it. They wanted the rattlesnake back. So this meant while we were taking a break from it, which was part of the narrative, we had wrestlers like the Blue Meanie and Steve Blackman and Tiger Ali Singh. And while those guys were perfectly fine, they weren't Stone Cold and McMahon. So the fans were just like, what the flub is going on? Another character added into this list was, of course, Gilberg. And while actually at times this was all right, was this Raw Rumble where we kind of went, well, it jumped the shark. Because the whole point was he was meant to be a comedy character, so why the hell were we putting him in a Rumble? Couldn't we find somebody else to take this spot? I mean, it didn't matter much anyway. He lasted six seconds before Edge got rid of him. I mean, this was basically a waste of life. Number six, Mil Marascus. So this is just the best story ever, and actually Mil should be in lists for the best Rumble competitors ever, but I still can't believe that he did this. It's happening in 1997. This was quite a big deal because Mascaris had never been on American pay-per-view before, so here he was in the damn Raw Rumble. The problem was, Mill saw himself as quite the star, which he most definitely was, so when he was told that he wasn't going to win, he was like, I, well, I'm not going to be victorious. Nobody gets to throw me out of the thing. Huh. But rather than allow that to happen, instead, he eliminated Pierre Roth Jr. And then he climbed the top rope and he dove on this man. So the referees are like, uh, Mill, just one problem. You have just gone over the top rope and your two feet have hit the floor. Therefore, you ain't in the match anymore. That's right, he eliminated himself. So I absolutely love the idea that he did do this because how could he live with himself otherwise? Honestly, you should go and watch this because when you know the story around it, it'll just make you laugh. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is 
absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah. And under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. After number five, Bushwhacker Luke. Another one we do take as the worst performance. This may also be one of the best things to ever happen in the Royal Rumble. What makes it truly amazing is that this comes from the 1991 version when we had a bunch of stars in it from Lex Luger to Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart. And yet who stole the show? Bushwhacker Luke. And if you've never seen that, make sure you change it today. Because as the Bushwhacker does come to the ring, doing his Bushwhacker walk, he gets in the ring, he keeps moving his arms ups and downs, he walks across the squared circle, where Earthquake grabs him, throws him over the top rope, and when Luke does hit the floor, he just goes to the back and he continues to done this. And my word, it makes me juggle. So he played the whole thing for last, but it is genuinely funny. And look at it this way. If you know you're not going to be victorious, why not just try and maximize your minutes? He massively did that. Number four, Mantar. I mean, look at this shit. How can it not be on any kind of worse list? I mean, that is a joke. It did happen in the 1995 Royal Rumble, though, when Mantar, who was half ball and half man, entered the Royal Rumble. And I have so many questions, the first of which is, am I meant to think this is a real half man, half ball, or is it just a human being dressing up? I mean, nobody made any of this clear. Amazingly, he lasted 10 minutes in the damn thing before Lex Luger got rid of him and actually kind of booted him out of the company. Because after this, we rarely saw Mantar again, because I can only imagine the powers that be watched it and went, wait a minute, did we actually put Mantar out there? What are we doing? Now, I don't mind any gimmick including, because I think wrestling should be as stupid as possible, but there is a line... <laughs> This was too much. Number three, Michael Cole. So your lead commentator should never be involved in something like this because they are meant to be the voice of truth and they are meant to be the voice of reason. So all of a sudden, if they're running around in a wrestling ring, just kind of screws up your brain a little bit. In 2012 though, WWE was struggling with their roster once again in terms of packing the rumble. So they looked over to the commentator desk and they're like, well, Booker T is there, he can be in it. Jerry Lawler's there, he can be in it. And ha ha ha, just for some sun, let's put Michael Cole in it too. 
just said, just for some sun, I meant fun. When Mike did get in there too, there was a little bit of a groan, just because it reminded you about his ill-advised heel turn in 2011, which even Cole has turned around and gone, yeah, that wasn't very good, was it? To his credit though, he totally understand what should happen here. So the returning karma absolutely beat the crap out of him as he did run away scared when Booker and Jerry snuck up and they pulled him to the floor. He was eliminated. So I suppose given this lasted all of 45 seconds, we can just forget about it. Once again, don't forget the name of this list. It counts. Number two, Mo. As in Mo from Mo and Mabel, the men on a mission. Now I feel bad taking shots at Mo, because when it comes to that tag team, he never got anything and Mabel got everything. But when it came to the 1995 Rumble, I suppose we tried to do this and it fell on its ass. Because King Kong Bondi decided he deserved no time in this thing. And as soon as he stepped on the squared circle, he was out, he was the over the top rope, and seriously, he can't have lasted more than three seconds. So it is kind of unfair to Mo, but again, this is meant to be the worst ever Raw Rumble appearances. And if you can't even last five seconds in the thing, you've gotta be mentioned. You'll now be saying, but Simon, you didn't mention Santina Morella. That's because no, that one made me laugh. It was really, really funny. Number one, the Warlord. Although there is another person that does fit into this category. The warlord. And the big difference is when Santina Morella did get eliminated, as we just talked about, this was done for laughs. But when it came to the warlord, this absolutely massive human being back in 1989, some people actually watched it and were like, well, I can't flubbing believe it. Because he was so big, a lot of the fans actually thought he could win, because that's just how wrestling worked in the late 80s. But he too stepped in the ring when Hulk Hogan saw him, legged it at the guy and knocked him over the top rope. It caused genuine shock because nobody saw this coming. And again, because people kind of believe wrestling back there, it massively hurt the Wardlow going forward because every time he was in a match, everyone was just like, well, there's that absolute idiot that couldn't even last a few seconds in the rumble. It was an uphill battle forevermore for this poor guy. And that's why you really need to think about these things. Sometimes it can go pretty, pretty bad. Now, please do leave a comment below and let us know who you think is some of the worst Raw Rumble appearances in history. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com to keep up to date with Raw Rumble news. Do the same on social media at whatculturewwe and I'm a Miller 316. We have a lot of other videos. Watch one. My name is Simon for What Culture. Happy Raw Rumble season. I will see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.